Woo! Sorry if that was your ear and you're wearing headphones. <laughs> but I'm feeling very inspired, humbled, blessed, um, honored by just being in your company today. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, my love, you are on with Aviola Abrams, and it is day two of 14 of the Spiritpreneur Unblocked Energy Shift Challenge, 14 days of rituals, practices, and prompts to help us to raise our vibration and become more aligned with the women we were born to be. The reason this is important is because you and I, my tribe, is the healers, the coaches, the entrepreneurs who are working in the field of empowerment and inspiration, the speakers and authors, the healers and the priestesses, those who add the spice and the honey to life, those who I bet you if we did a poll, 99% of the women within the sound of my voice what is what is it you're doing with your life? You would say empowering women, and you are doing that through, you know, uh, relationship counseling, uh, graphic artists, um, all kinds of life coaches and healers and people who make inspirational um, videos and audios and all sorts of incredible things. But many of us are not taking care of us. And so you cannot fulfill your obligation to this planet. You cannot fulfill the work that you were born to do. You cannot have the abundant, abundant and prosperous life that you were born to have if you don't nurture that sacred and important vessel that is you. So I don't want you just surviving, just getting by. Just being okay. You know, in Guyana, you know, when you ask people, how are you doing? A lot of my relatives, they'll be like, trying. No! We don't want trying. We want, we don't want surviving. We don't want getting by. We want thriving. We want living abundantly to the highest. Yes! <laughs> and so that's why we want to create an energy shift. And so I am so proud of each of you and I'm proud of myself for the work we've already done and we're only two days in. So just a quick recap, we did our pre-work, which was the tolerations list, what you're putting up with. We did our day one, our God box or goddess box, or we had a couple of God vases in there. Um, some people did a, a box for the universe where you're giving it up and releasing those things and giving thanks and seeing them actualized and holding an intention and, and aligning yourself with things that you are releasing for the universe to help you to accomplish and achieve. And today's ritual is the sacred space or altar ritual, creating, refreshing, renewing um, your altar or your sacred space. For some of you, that may mean, you know, a beautiful small altar. I have several altars right now at the moment. I have one that's on my desk. I have an altar on a shelf. And especially for this challenge, I'm going to be creating a new altar, um, like on a stool, a small stool that I have. And you have altars for different reasons. The altar that I'm going to be creating today is a goddess altar. There are altars that... I've created it to memorialize family members that my main altar 
has a piece of wood from my childhood home. And so this is, an altar holds the, the energy of intention. An altar holds your highest and best um, manifesting energy. This is where, you know, you are, it's not that you, the altar itself is a magical thing. It's that you are magical. And so having a container and a reflection of that, even if it's something that you haven't grown up with or that is strange or foreign to you, I urge you to try this. For a lot of people, this may be stepping out of your comfort zone. But aha, that's where the good stuff is. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. Right? Right. And so if you want something different, you have to do something different. So I am going to share with you now the details of how to create an altar or a sacred space. You know, this could be as simple as you, if you have an extra shed on your property, maybe you build a meditation room or a prayer room or, you know, turn your a part of your closet into a prayer space. This will work as you work it, whatever works for you, this is how it works. Let me give you um, a little bit of background. And I actually write about this in uh, the, the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, my last book. Um, I'm, I'm just, I just want to just say, if you signed up for this challenge, if you're listening to this recording and you haven't made it by our Facebook Sister Circle yet, Definitely, please go check in. I want you to just see the amazing work that your sisters are doing. And I want you just to be able to acknowledge that you're not alone on this journey. That so often, you know, some of you I know don't necessarily have people in your life that are doing what you're doing or feel like it's a a lonely road to be paving your own pathway. But you're not alone. You're not alone. And so for me, the community building part of this work is also very important. It's time for us to galvanize. It's time for us to get together, that there are things that we have more in common than our differences. And these things have nothing, you know, we we can no longer afford to be separated by religion or ethnicity or, you know, um, financial situation or whatever it is. Let's all come together. Let's rise higher and higher. I see you and hold a vision for you, prosperous, abundant in health, wealth, wisdom, and everything. All right. So (laughs) to my greatest childhood embarrassment, I have to share with you that I grew up with altars in my house. Now, as a kid, of course, you just want to just fit in. You don't want to stand out. You don't want to make waves. Well, A lot of things in my childhood, you know, already being from a different country made me stand out and make waves. One of those things was my dad's altar. For those of you who are not familiar, my dad is a minister, but and he is, you don't have the equivalent of that church here, but for people who are West Indian, spiritual church, um, we call it, or spiritual Baptist, some people may call it, um, We don't have necessarily the equivalent here, but it's not your traditional Christian minister. It's um, being a a student of the religion, of religion and of Christianity. And, you know, my father studied the Kabbalah and, you know, um, he did yoga when I was a child. And so, you know, he has always had an altar. And 
it was in the dining room where any of my childhood friends could see it. <laughs> it. He still has an altar, and I know that it's beautiful now as an adult, but as a kid, it was like, ah! All right. <laughs> and so, you know, among the sacred items that his altars always contained were a lit candle, holy incense, fresh water, sometimes flowers, an open Bible to whatever verse maybe he was going to be working with or teaching that week in church um, on a white tablecloth. My mom also had little mini altars on her dresser, which were mostly usually just the candles and water um, and, you know, maybe her Bible. Now, whenever when I move in somewhere as an adult or I'm staying at a hotel or something like that, my altar is the first thing that I set up. I do a little mini altar, maybe with a, a crystal and a, a, an affirmation card and, you know, maybe a flower, something like that. And I have to let, you know, the housekeeping know that, no, this is, this is you know, a sacred space because oftentimes they'll clean it up. <laughs> they think it's like a bunch of items that are there to be cleaned up. So it's kind of funny. Um, this, for me, reinforces my spiritual intentions to invite peace, invite beauty, invite blessings into my life. So an altar is not about religion necessarily. An altar is simply a dedicated place charged with your most positive energy and your highest intentions to be connected to the divine. That's it. Simply put, it may be tied to a specific religion, you know, but it doesn't have to be. It could be on a table. It could be on a shelf. It could be on the floor. And I've done all of the above. Your altar could feature family talismans, you know, things that mean something to your family, precious stones, items of remembrance, photographs. Mine, um, one of them includes currently wood from my ancestral home in Guyana. Family funereal cards, um, crystal, a crystal that was gifted by a friend, a small cross. At times, I've included feathers, leaves, soil, shells for my travels. So there's no right or wrong way to make an altar. As a Catholic, my mom has different associations with an altar. But she learned, I guess, in being with my dad, that she can have her own direct access to the divine without there being an intermediary, that she could d directly have a relationship with her creator um, or with the universe. Whatever terms or whatever language works for you, works. Work it however you work it. What's important is that you have an intention going forward to do your highest and best and, you know, first do no harm. Now, I think that this should be playful work. I think that your altar, you know, say you have a theme like gratitude or family, be creative about it. You know, you can include fresh flowers or chocolate or, you know, art from, you know, a kid, your, your child in your life that you love. Um, it can be on the wall that I had a client who, when I first started coaching, I was blessed to be able to, I was going going to clients' homes and working with them one-on-one. -on -one. It became prohibitive, prohibitive to do that because, of course, the fees that I had to um, do to do that, uh, I wasn't able to have be able to work with people around the world as I can now digitally. And so it wasn't a scalable way to build my practice. I had this amazing client who, 
you know, she felt very ostracized from members of her family because all the people who had raised her had passed on and the people who were living in her life, she wasn't connected to them. And she had all this stuff like she kind of saw as clutter in a closet, these pictures, these sacred items from people that she had grown up with that were kind of just taking up space. And we took them out and we built a wall altar near her front door of sacred items of the people from the people she that represented the people she loved, photos, um, a little statue from her grandmother, uh, precious items from her family, and we put them on the wall near her door. And it changed her whole energy every day of coming home and leaving in the morning and feeling like her family was with her, that she wasn't alone. And so I suggest for this challenge to... Think about whatever is foremost on your mind. Maybe it's abundance and creating an altar dedicated to that, you know, an abundance offer, altar, a gratitude altar, you know, whatever it is that's most on your mind. And then you're going to take your God box or God vase for the people that need those or universe vase or I made a God jar from day number one of this challenge and put it on your in your sacred space and then of course post your pictures i love what is going on in our facebook sister circle you can also share on social media and at me at abiola tv or hashtag spiritpreneur and let's support each other this is a place for your spiritual practice whatever that includes there is no wrong answer. You can pray, you can meditate, you can chant. You know, you want to keep your, you want to clean your altar surface. You can clean it with just some salt, some table salt. Salt is very cleansing. If you put salt in, you know, when they um, do rituals, often they'll put salt in the corners of rooms because it'll clear the energy of the space or people will bathe with Epsom salt to be able to clear energy or um, sea salt. You know, that's why they're, a baptism came from people originally baptizing in the ocean. And so because that energy is very powerful and cleansing. You may want to clear your air with some, some incense, some white sage. Let the altar reflect the inner life that you are creating. So I'm so proud of you just for just listening to this. It means that you're taking a step toward who you need to be. And I can't wait to see what you're doing. Oh, and if you haven't joined the challenge and you would like to, we are at HealMyEnergy.com. Oh, wrong link. And I keep saying Heal My Energy. It's really interesting. It's UnblockMyEnergy.com. And actually, it's interesting that I keep making that quote-unquote mistake because although this is a challenge about unblocking, it's really about us raising our vibration and becoming aligned with the abundance with the blessings with the health with the love with the juiciness of life that we deserve i'm just using the word unblocked because that was a word that a lot of you told me that you you were feeling blocked and so i knew it was something that a lot of us resonated with but this is really a raise of vibration and step into my greatness for 14 days challenge and so I am thrilled that you're a part of this journey. Again, the link is unblockmyenergy.com, unblockmyenergy.com. You'll see how to join our Facebook group in there and also how to join us for a live call. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, October 11th at 2016, 
Tuesday, October 11, 2016, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's all jump on a call and just check in an intention call. And so the phone number will also be in the Facebook group and in if you go to unblockmyenergy.com. All right, my love, if no one has told you today, I love you, love you, love you so much. <laughs> Dream bigger. Love yourself, and I will see you in the next challenge. Well, actually, I'll probably see you in a few minutes on the Facebook group page. Um, keep up the good work. <laughs> you got me all emotional over here. All right, love to you. <laughs>